Hi, David Opinko here, and welcome to the Daily with Lethbridge News Now for June 8th, 2021. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, download the Lethbridge News Now mobile app or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Alberta had another slow day for COVID with just 139 cases confirmed. That includes only two for the entire South Zone. Dr. Dina Hinshaw says the situation has improved in every part of the province for cases, hospitalizations and deaths. We have come far and we're seeing real progress. If we all do our part, we can continue to keep cases decreasing and measures safely easing to keep everyone healthier in the weeks and months ahead. Three Albertans died from COVID since yesterday's update, but none were in the South Zone. In order for Alberta to fully reopen, we still need a lot more people getting their first vaccine doses. That's according to Premier Jason Kenney, who says there's 100,000 bookings already scheduled over the next week. But to reach the third and final stage of reopening, another 115,000 Albertans need to get immunized. Stage 2 of lifting restrictions is still set to start this Thursday. Using AHS's data, we've ranked each community in the South Zone by what percentage has been vaccinated against COVID. For those with at least one dose, all of Lethbridge's three sections top the list, including 63.5% in the South Side. Among those who've been fully vaccinated, South Lethbridge once again comes out on top, but Pincher Creek and Crow's Nest Pass round out the top three. You can see the full list on our website. Alberta's lone NDP MP wants federal assessments for all new coal projects. From Edmonton, Strathcona, Heather McPherson wants to remove a threshold that mines must be a certain size before being federally assessed. She says that's in response to several mines that are proposed in the Crow's Nest Pass and the public backlash to them. The federal environment minister is expected to make a ruling on the proposed Montem Resources Tent Mountain project on July 1st. Researchers at Lethbridge College are looking into better ways of controlling water use on farms. Dr. Willamine Apples says they're using microwave radiometer technology to create maps of the water in the soil and adjust how much water irrigation systems need to give. He believes this will take a lot of the guesswork out of irrigation and ultimately save water. The project has gotten $420,000 in funding from the Results Driven Agriculture Research Fund. The Paradise Canyon Open is being cancelled for the second straight year. After being postponed in 2020, the 2021 tournament was set to go soon, but with schedule conflicts on the tour, the tourney had to be shut down. Tournament Chair Doug McLaughlin says hosting an event this size is especially tough with funding resources limited. It's a lot of factors that all come into play, and you've got to be able to juggle a lot of balls all at the same time in order to make the whole program work. After two successful years of the tournament in 2018 and 2019, the future for the Paradise Canyon Open is uncertain for 2022. The UofL is celebrating Pride Month by raising its own pride flag. Associate VP of Students Kathleen Massey says it's a visual reminder of the university's commitment to being welcoming and supportive of diversity. They're also launching a new website with resources for two SLGBTQ peoples. It brings together policies and supports that have already been available, as well as new ones. 
and the village of Sterling is getting a new cenotaph. CAO Scott Donsler says it's a way to honor veterans from the area who served in World Wars One and Two. It should be ready in time for Remembrance Day, and he expects a positive response from residents. Sterling itself, as a village, it's got a very strong community spirit, and people like to support the different community events. I know in just some passing conversations with the principal, they're immediately wanting to be involved with all of the Remembrance Day ceremonies. So I think all of the various community groups and people, they really come together within Sterling to make things successful. The project will cost $52,000, but 25000 of that will be covered by a grant from Veterans Affairs Canada. So those are just a few of the stories we've been covering today. To stay up to date on the latest local and regional news, head over to lethbridgenewsnow.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And listen to The Daily with LNN on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Lethbridge News Now mobile app.